Hi, hello, how are you? Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now. I've left you a little update. Have a listen. Good morning. It is Friday. No, it's not Friday. I've started it wrong. Shall I start again? I can't be bothered. Good morning. It's Monday. It's been a long week. Monday, the 19th of February. Yay. So what's been going on this week? Well, there's been a few things. Uh, My husband, Phil, has been away for the whole week. And uh, I was thinking it was Valentine's, wasn't it, last week? And that's the first Valentine's, actually, that we've um, been away from each other in eight years. I know. So there you go. And I was wondering, do you think absence makes the heart grow stronger? What do you think? I actually think it does, because I have to say you know, I've had quite a nice week. Is that bad? It isn't really though, is it? I'll tell you for why, because um, before I met Phil, I lived on my own for about 12 years or just over. So when he moved in, which was only supposed to have been for a year, eight years later, still in the same house. um, When he moved in, it was a bit of a culture shock, you know, sharing everything. And, you know, I've got a small house. So, you know, fitting someone else in permanently wasn't wasn't easy to adjust to if I'm honest and I I am the sort of person that does like my own space I don't know if you do too some people really love company and are are not very good on their own I'm sort of in between I suppose I I do really appreciate and love some time to myself um, but then on other occasions I like being social so I'm sort of slam in the middle but going back to the does absence make the heart grow stronger My feeling is that, yes, it does. And I think if you are on top of each other, (laughs) figuratively speaking, all the time, um, you... It's a bit boring, isn't it? If you only all experience the same things um, and do everything together, I don't know what you would ever talk about. So I'm all for having separate hobbies and pastimes, friendship groups and interests. You know, I think it's, I personally think it's healthy. Um, It's great to do stuff and like doing stuff together, but I think it's quite healthy to do stuff separately and come back and debate about it and chat about it. So I have enjoyed my week of... um, uh, fillessness, if that is a word, it's not. I've made it up now. Fillnessless, quite hard to say, especially if you've had a few. I would imagine. And um, the other reason I've enjoyed the um, the void of my husband is I'm a menopausal woman. Um, so basically, I've been trying to get Phil to agree to having separate beds or separate rooms. Is that bad? Is that bad? How many of you do this? I mean, I think back in, you know, centuries ago, you know, queens and kings, they had their own chambers. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. I would love a chamber. (laughs) I would really love my own chamber. Because going back to that thing about, you know, having some space, you know, you don't have to, you could still live in the same house and just go, you know, she's in her chambers and uh, the guards say no admittance. So I'm all for chambers, basically. But obviously, houses today, they don't have room for a chamber, do they? Barely room for a second spare bedroom most of the time. So um, actually, my phone just pinged then. If you heard that, that's him. He's landed. He's landed. So uh, he's on his way back. So my um, my void of fillnessness is nearly over. Anyway, going back to the chambers. So I, I've been trying on and off, just mentioning, dropping, you know, the little hints like you do. Would you be interested in having separate bedrooms? No, no, he's not interested at all. Would you be interested in having separate beds, just beds in the same bedroom? Not interested. And it's not because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sleep together. And I love the spooning and the cuddling and all of the things, shenanigans, all for it. But as a menopausal woman, I have noticed that whenever he does go away, either for work or on a holiday trip like now, basically, 
I get hotter than the sun three to four to five to ten million times a night. You know what it's like, guys and ladies that live <laughs> live together. Um, so when he's away, what I love is that I can get woken up by suddenly becoming hotter than the sun, and I can just simply roll over to a fresh, cool sheet right next to me. How great is that? How great is that? And then when I wake up the next time, hotter than the sun, I roll the other way again and it has cooled down. So that's all I'm saying is I think I think us older ladies, ladies of a certain age, need to have the width of a king size to super king size bed on our own just in order that we can have a comfortable night's sleep. Because if I roll the other way when he's there, I fall out of bed, (laughs) which isn't great, is it? No. And if I roll towards him when I'm hotter than the sun, he moans and I moan because he's also warm. So, um, you know, it's a difficult one. So all I'm saying is, does absence make the heart grow stronger? I suppose, uh, yes, it does in some ways. You know, I have missed him. But in other ways, I've really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed the house staying exactly as I've left it. I've enjoyed having the bed to myself. I've enjoyed, um, I don't know, I've just enjoyed being with me again for a bit, which hasn't happened, um, hasn't happened for a while. And uh, I think, I think sometimes it's just really nice. That's all I'm saying. So there we go. And the other thing that happened to me this week that um, I was up all night getting hot and bothered about and it wasn't menopausal. I bloody well, I I tell you what, I'm never, and I think this should be some sort of law or rule for people that don't have a huge amount of money to have, I don't know, like uh, people that do their washing. So that's a lot of money, isn't it? Um, So for people that have to do their own washing, I don't know why any of us buy anything that needs either dry cleaning or hand washing. Am I right? Do you agree? Anything that I own that needs hand washing either stays floating around in the bottom of the basket for months and months and months and months to the point where quite often I will sneak it back out and put it back on without having washed it. (laughs) I don't know if I'm the only one. Um, And then um, I will go to the trouble of hand washing things like once every three to four years. So it's a pointless pointless expense when you buy something that needs hand washing. And uh, during this winter, I bought a new roll neck jumper, red, lovely, my favourite colour, red really lovely cable knit jumper. And I didn't look. And this is the other thing, isn't it? Why do we not look? I never look at the washing instructions when I buy something. Do you? Does anyone? I don't know. I feel like if it needs specialist care, it should just have a massive label on the outside of the hanger saying, don't buy this. It'll end up in the bottom of your washing basket or ruined. So this is what happened. I ruined it. So I washed it and I hadn't fully realized that it was a merino wool jumper. And it was big and loose and baggy and lovely, so snugly and cable knit and just fisherman-y. Oh, I loved it. And it got mixed up with all the other washing. Um, well, I say mixed up, I didn't. I just slung it in with all the other washing, didn't even realise that it was merino wool. And it came out the size of a Barbie doll. <laughs> a bit bigger, tiny tears. Anyone remember tiny tears? I used to love that. Anyway, uh, so it came out to uh, fit, I don't know, a three, three to four-year-old toddler um, and so immediately I was crestfallen, you know, <laughs> I was like, oh, get I, you know, I really love that jumper. Um, so then I thought, I know I'll go on the internet. I'll Google. There must be a way of undoing this. It's, you know, why, why is it, why is it done this? And on the internet, it says, if you've, if you shrunk a wall jumper, it's perfectly fixable. So I'm like, yes, great. This is great news. 
I can fix this. And, you know, the Bob the Builder for woolen jumpers. Can you shrink it? Yes, you can. Can you fix it? Yes, you can. So that was marvellous. So I was pleased. So all it said you had to do, I don't know if anyone out there has done this. If you haven't been successful, please let me know because I was very unsuccessful. So I'm going to just say right now, it didn't, it didn't work. But what it said to do and what I spent about two hours doing was put it in a bath of lukewarm water mixed with um, conditioner, hair conditioner. So I did this. And I have to say, you're meant to need, you're meant to need it. So it's like knead it like bread. Quite quite energetic, actually. I probably lost a few calories doing it. Uh, knead it sort of back into shape, stretch it gently, and then um, rinse it with cool water and towel dry flat. Now, I don't know if any of you have tried this, but the jumper didn't regain anywhere near the same size. It, it shrank probably about to, I don't know, a tenth of its size. And with the kneading and hair conditioning, um, it regained probably a little bit more. It was probably, it, it probably, it probably shrunk to about a three to four year olds, probably a five to six year old could have got in it at the end. But to be honest, you wouldn't want to get in it because all the beautiful cable knit detail had just gone to mush um, and it stank because what I hadn't realized, obviously it's like a wool, isn't it? And when you wet it, it's a bit like, you know, if you go for a walk with your dog, it smells of wet dog in your house. It's, it smelt like a dead, wet animal. Um, you know, I felt like I lived on a farm suddenly and I'd left all the sheep out in the rain. Um, and it was a tiny red sheep. Um, and, uh, is sheep, sheep's like a, uh, like a plural, isn't it? What do you call a, a singular sheep? Anyway, um, just a sheep. <laughs> but she, anyway. That's throwing me. But um, but so anyway, so it stank. And then it said you've got to dry it flat. Now, how do you dry something that is so... It holds so much water, it weighed a tonne. I'm not kidding. It stank and it weighed a tonne. So then it said, put it between two towels. So I did that and stood on it, walked up and down it. And it was still just as wet. The towels were absolutely soaked and they stank. So I had now had two towels that stank like a dead sheep and, um, and a, a half-size jumper that stank and looked nothing like the jumper that it was. So um, I suppose the essence of that long, boring story is don't don't buy. Look at look at the instructions on things that you buy. Look at them, um, and and it doesn't work. The the stretching doesn't work. So just throw it away. So it's in the bin. It's in the bin. So that's my that's my merino wool story over and out. <laughs> and the other thing I was thinking, I was at work yesterday at uh, Custard HQ, as you all know, and um, I was having a cup of soup. And uh, I did have a chuckle to myself because every time I empty uh, a packet of cup of soup uh, into a mug ready to tip the water in, instead of feeling guilty now about the fact that, you know, I'm drinking something that's full of shite, you know, it's just powder, isn't it? It's just like horrible powder. What even is it? I've decided that I'm, uh, I'm going to just pretend that I'm an astronaut. So now when I'm having anything like that, I tip the powder in and I imagine myself floating around the room uh, with zero gravity and it makes me feel a lot better. So that's a, that's a little tip for, for you all there in case, um, in case you ever feel guilty when you have, I don't know, a pot noodle or a cup of soup. So, uh, so I think it's good for the imagination <laughs> and the soul to just pretend that, you know, you're, uh, you work for NASA and that that's all that's available and you're doing really good things for the world. 
So on that note, I think I will leave you on this fine Monday morning. It's been so lovely catching up. If you do like these catch-ups, this is the seventh, so I, I have done a few now. Um, feel free to subscribe um, and then you'll get them as they hit uh, hit the airwaves every Monday. So uh, again, thanks, thanks for calling and uh, speak soon.